Well, hey there, friend. We're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to hopefully brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon. And I'm Amy Nawalai. And this is A World of Hopes. Well, Chuck, here we are well into December. I, I, I can't keep track of how many days until Christmas, but, uh, you know, I, I have been enjoying uh, a lot of the Christmas fair, the lights in the neighborhood, um, the yummy things in the red cups at Starbucks. <laughs> there you go. That's the holiday cheer right there. There have been Christmas cookies galore at work for some reason. All of these treats keep getting dropped off at the office. Sounds like a great place to work. <laughs> no, it's horrible. I mean, I can't. I can't have all the treats all the time. No, I can't. I was like suffering from Christmas cookie overdose today. <laughs> but they're so cute and they're so yummy and I have a problem. I can't stop. But. It got me thinking. It got me thinking. There's a lot of things I know that we've talked about in the past, uh, all of the Christmas things that we love. Right. Uh, but I thought just for kicks uh, that we could play uh, a little game I found on BuzzFeed. I love the title. It says, this is the most contentious game <laughs> of Christmas Would You Rather oh that you'll ever play. And I feel like we should take this off. I, okay, I'm game. This sounds uh, <laughs> like it's going to be interesting. So, yeah, let, let's go. Are you ready? I'm probably not. I don't, I don't think you're ready for this. Okay. Would you rather get food poisoning so that you can't eat on Christmas Day? Or would you rather accidentally give everyone else food poisoning on Christmas Day? Okay, well, <laughs> this is uh, the classic no-win situation. Because mainly <laughs> option two, I, I'm pretty sure I'll get food poisoning as well because I'm going to enjoy the food as well. But me being me, I have to go with option number one because I would feel much, much worse <laughs> if I was responsible for other people feeling unwell uh, and that would just eat at me pun intended i guess that would just uh, gnaw away at my conscience and I, I just couldn't deal with that so yeah i would have to go with option one there i would take the food poisoning myself yeah okay i think i'm with you on that one that would most likely be my choice as well i don't know food poisoning's never fun but no i mean if there was an option c none of the above yes yeah i mean honestly i feel like for me the food side of Christmas Day is not the fun part. I don't know. Yeah, I can agree with For that. For me, that's not the fun sure. part. It's There's other things that I do on Christmas Day that I think are more fun than the meal. Where like if we were talking Thanksgiving, then I feel like that would be a little bit different. It's more centered around the meal, sure. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my my five cents on that one. Okay. Would you rather... Get exactly what you want, but have to wait until the new year to be able to use it. Or would you rather get lots of okay presents that you can use immediately? Ah, so that's the age-old question. Do you want quality over quantity, huh? 
Uh, I would choose quality. If it's the thing that I really, really want, Mm -hmm. chances are I'm going to still want said thing in the following year. So yeah, I would wait, build up the anticipation even further. And it would be awesome because I know that the thing that I wanted so badly, I have, I just have to wait a little longer. Yeah. I mean, it's just waiting a week, right? Like less technically less than a week. So no big deal. Yeah. I, I think that would be the way to go. I am with you on that one. All right. Next, would you rather? <laughs> oh, no. Would you rather be responsible for burning the turkey to a crisp? Or would you rather accidentally break your young cousin's present? So this really depends on do I like my youngest cousin? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really what we're asking here, right? Uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> the truth is going to be revealed. Oh, here we go. Man. Uh, no, I uh, see here. This is a little bit hard because either option, again, kind of presents me like messing things up for other people. And I'm, I'm not someone who likes to do that. <laughs> like it, it, uh, it weighs on me. So of those two, though, I feel burning the turkey people would get over that, especially because this is Christmas now. Everybody probably enjoyed a nice turkey for Thanksgiving. So yeah, I I feel like if we had to go (laughs) option B and go out for like Chinese takeout or something on Christmas, yeah, eventually people forget about that. It's all about being together. So that's the option I would go with because I feel really bad about uh, breaking my young cousin's Christmas present. So Okay. Well, this is one where I think I would actually do the opposite. Oh, so you hate your young cousin is what you're saying. Well, no, but what <laughs> I would, for me, it would be the the number of people that are being affected. People affected. So if, yeah. if I ruin the turkey, then now I have ruined dinner for everyone. Lots of people. I've ruined the the Christmas meal, right? Sure. And I feel like, honestly, that would be expected <laughs> of me. To burn the food like <laughs> if you're gonna give me the responsibility of that that that's just a given <laughs> a given possibility Amy I like is that. Going pa- pass the buck burn. onto them it's like well you guys knew what was going to you happen knew. you knew what you were my conscience is clear <laughs> <laughs> but but uh my my thought process is if i accidentally broke my younger cousin's present then I would just honestly, like, I would get them another one. But what if, what if they got, like, a Rolex or something like that? Uh, how would I break a Rolex? I don't know. Maybe. And like, why would my younger cousin have a Rolex? I don't know. Maybe they're in good with Santa. And, like, I don't know. Well, the thing is, is, is it's one, solving one a problem for one person versus a problem okay. for a whole lot more it's, people. It's the Spock debate. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, yeah. Yeah, so I would I would be more willing to work to replace whatever I broke for the one person versus trying to Okay. I, I could see know, that. scramble and and come up with a you know something a, a dinner alternative. If that's what everyone was expecting, then I would feel horrible if I ruined it and had to come up with a plan B. So, I don't know. That was that was my initial thought process okay. with that one. Okay. So, I I can I right. can see. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from on that. <laughs> okay. Next, would you rather? All right. Would you rather go caroling on your own 
and have to stop by your ex's house to sing or have to sing Jingle Bells in full anytime someone ever said the word Santa. So this is all year long. I'm assuming if somebody says Santa, I got to sing Jingle Bells. Uh, I'm for the month of December. For the month of December. All right. All right. Let's let's we'll clarify that. Okay. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) Again, this would depend on how much I dislike my ex because honestly, I am not the world's best singer. I'm going to admit that right now. So. If I really wanted to annoy said person, <laughs> me coming to sing to uh yeah, sing Christmas carols by my lonesome would probably be the equivalent of nails to a chalkboard. So Oh that that would be TikTok worthy. <laughs> the, the, yeah, that's true. Yep. <laughs> Uh, j- just for the fun of it, honestly, maybe it's the, kind of the mischievous side of me coming out a little bit, but I would probably choose option A. <laughs> I would I would do the solo caroling, mainly because, well, I would say mainly because it would just be between me and my ex. But of course, in this day and age, I'm sure somebody would capture it on their cell phone. <laughs> it would. Because yeah, that's what everyone of course, does, right? It would go viral on TikTok or yep. Instagram or what have you, and suddenly you'll hear like all the stray cats like start howling and yeah, dogs running away. <laughs> <laughs> Do cats howl? Well, they, they would they if will. they heard you sing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, but the, yeah, I, I, for for the fun, <laughs> for the fun, mischievousness uh, of it all. Yeah, I would go with option A. Nice. Um, I would go with option A simply because I cannot stand the song Jingle Bells. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jingle Bells makes me twitch. Now, is that because you just heard it too many times or just not not for you? <sighs> so this one this one goes back to uh, Disneyland cast member days for me. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Um, my first attraction that I ever worked when I was a cast member was It's a Small World. And I know most people <laughs> will, will hear that and think, oh my gosh, you had to listen to that horrible It's a Small World song all the time. But that wasn't the case. For me, the Small World music was literally background noise. Like I didn't even hear it. It was just something that melded into the background and I, it didn't bother me at all. I didn't hear it. It didn't drive me crazy. It was great. Right. However, (laughs) every holiday season when it's a small world would transform into the holiday overlay, the music would also change and it would change to jingle bells with little phrases of the small world song thrown in. And that change in the music track, I don't know what it was, but it just stood out so clearly and distinctly (laughs) that like jingle bells would haunt me. And I think it was after working one of the worst, longest, most horrible shifts I've ever worked in my entire time there during the Christmas season. And it was, uh, it was eight hours on the attraction, followed 
by eight hours doing stroller patrol for small world, (laughs) literally just moving strollers for eight hours. So a 16 hour day on like the crazy busiest holiday day at Disneyland ever and jingle bells, like literally making the (laughs) vein on my forehead and, you know, twitch and bulge. And like, I just, I hear jingle bells and it, makes my blood boil i just i can't stand it. <laughs> and i know right. it's like it's it's a it's a christmas song it's fun it's festive it's catchy everybody likes jingle bells i i, I just don't so yeah okay That's well <laughs> my sad jingle bell story now, now that you've explained it okay i i get it i get it <laughs> I, I understand you you equate it with <laughs> work it's and, torture yeah, yeah. It's torture. Right. i yeah. got you it's a rare form of torture all right so would you rather order all of your christmas presents but have them arrive as mini versions or order all of your christmas presents but have them arrive as four times the expected size so you either get mini versions of what you order or jumbo versions of what you order which would you rather have? Are these gifts I'm ordering for other people <laughs> or for or for myself? Yes, and. Let's uh, just say okay. yes, and. Either or. Both. Okay. Okay. Yep. Because again, it just depends on, you know, if I dislike these people. <laughs> A lot of these answers really depend on like how I like people. And it also depends on, did you order a TV or a sweater? Right. Because, you know, a TV that's four times as big versus a sweater that's four times as big. (laughs) (laughs) Or shoes that are four times, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's a good point. And knowing me, yeah, I'm not usually about clothing around Christmas time. So, chances are there's probably an electronic or two device involved. So, yeah, I would go with option B then. Let's give them four times the size. Give me, you know, giant TVs, giant speakers, well, whatever, right? There you go. All right. So like what, what about you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to f- picture, though, like, what what would be better tiny, though? Like, what? It's hard to think of anything. I mean, the, the only instance where it would be good would be, like, if you were into collecting dolls, then you would have... <laughs> A whole bunch of like, you know, it's all accessories. I don't know. Oh, you um, mean like the clothes? Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Or like if, you know, if you had a really small dog or <laughs> I got you a little chew toy. Look. I don't know. Um, nice. Okay. I got you a little TV. <laughs> <laughs> a little mini. T- it's a travel TV. No. Um. I don't know. That's a that's a good question. I think maybe if I was like a dollhouse collector or <laughs> something like that, mini would Very be good. Specific but I'm to not. dolls, yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm not. So I think I would go with the the four times bigger option as well. I mean, either one is just sort of awkward and weird, but yeah, I think I would go with the bigger. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I can't fathom anything I would want to see tiny. Yeah. All right, last question. All right, and 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 I'm 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 pretty confident. I don't know. I'm pretty confident of what your answer will be. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Would you rather 
have no gravy whatsoever with your Christmas meal at all on Christmas Day. Or this is already insane. <laughs> would you rather have no alcohol at all with your Christmas meal Christmas Day? College age Charles is really going to hate me for this answer. But <laughs> older Charles now is going to say, yes, I would prefer gravy. <laughs> Bring on I'm fine the with gravy. No, yeah, I'm fine with no booze. Give me the gravy. <laughs> Please. Yep. Need all the that's, gravy. That's what I figured. So yeah, that, that's an easy one for me. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, that was good fun. <laughs> Thanks to Buzzfeed uh, for that, those random questions. Yeah, those were entertaining. <laughs> some some of them you really had to put some thought into. Oh man. I mean, it, it really is choosing the lesser of two evils. Yeah, it really was. Bed. It really was. What can you do? All right. Well, I think uh, on that note, what, let's say we transition to a little hope. I know you have a pretty fun story for us this week. So uh, what do you have? Yeah, well, my story for this week, uh, I found uh, on the Washington Post. It was uh, written by Sydney Page uh, earlier this month. And and it's just, it's a, it reminds me, this reminds me so much of the story that I shared for Thanksgiving uh, in a lot of ways. It's very similar. Uh, but this story, um, the pictures that were included in the article, it was just the sweetest story. It definitely warmed my heart. But uh, the the uh, headline that caught my attention um, was actually on Instagram. And it basically says, um, she mistakenly called a stranger across the country 20 years ago. The two became friends and finally just met in person. And then it shows this great picture of them together. And it just makes me smile so big. <laughs> I absolutely love these kind of stories. It's so cool. Yeah. So Gladys Hankerton, who lives in Delray Beach, Florida, uh, 20 years ago, picked up her phone to call her sister. And uh, she did something that I do a lot of the time. <laughs> and it's just a complete accident. Like, But she flipped two of the digits in the number. Um, instead of I think dialing, we've all done that. <laughs> yeah. Instead of <laughs> dialing her sister's 410 area code, uh, she accidentally would dial 401 instead. So instead of reaching her sister in Maryland, she would always get this gentleman named Mike Moffitt, who lived in Rhode Island at the time. He was in his mid-20s then. And he he would take the phone call. Usually Gladys would hang up when she realized that she dialed the wrong number, but then she would keep calling back, not realizing <laughs> that she was still mixing up the area code. So, <laughs> you know, she would, she would keep calling and she would keep apologizing, you know, Oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart, wrong number. And she'd hang up and Mike would just sort of, you know, laugh it off and, Oh, it was cute. The calls you know, kept happening. And they happened frequently enough that at a certain point, uh, Mike was like, you know, I, I feel like we might as well get to know each other. <laughs> That's awesome. He started asking her questions like, where, where are you from? And they would start talking. And that's just, you know, when, when you're 
I don't know, there's something about human connection and conversation and, and the connection that you can have with a person, um, where you, you can just sense their personality. And so he quickly realized that, that this woman was just a sweet, warm, polite, uh, lovely woman. And, uh, and they, they felt that from each other. They, um, felt comfortable and became friends talking. Um, and who would have even imagined that their friendship, this crazy, you know, misdial connection that happened, uh, lasted for two decades. This was 20 years ago. Their relationship just sort of progressed over the years. And every, you know, couple of months, one of them would call the other to check in and have, uh, a little conversation with each other. Uh, Mike said, every time you talk to her, you know it's going to be a good conversation. It's kind of like an old school pen pal. Like, and I don't know if people remember what it was like to have a pen pal, but there was something so exciting about getting a piece of mail sent to you and reading through that letter. <laughs> so I can only imagine. In uh, sixth grade, I actually developed a pen pal relationship uh, with someone in Singapore. And dude, we continuously exchanged letters well into when I was in college. It was one of those things I, I absolutely didn't know when the letter would come, but every time it did, it was just so exciting to catch up with them. And so I can only imagine like that's how this would be, right? To just randomly get a phone call from someone and just catch up. And yeah, it's, it's just making that connection with someone that you've never actually met in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Very powerful, very powerful. Yeah, so Gladys, uh, a mother of 10 children, when they first made the mistaken phone call, her life was actually pretty chaotic at that time. Uh, Her 30-year-old son had just died, and she was going through a divorce. Um, And so having this new phone buddy, uh, she said, served as an uplifting distraction. And... uh, and they, like I said, would regularly have these great conversations. Um, although, you know, most of their conversations were pretty surfacey for the most part. But Gladys said, when I'm talking to him, I can feel the love. And I just thought that was the sweetest thing. Um, and <laughs> Mike, Mike said that, um, that Gladys would watch the weather in his, where he lived, uh, almost like my mom does. <laughs> I was going to say that's and, such a mom move. Yeah, yeah. I know. So she would, you know, comment on the weather. And uh, as as their relationship grew a little bit further, um, one of uh, Gladys's sons had contacted Mike to let him know that a family member had passed away. And he sent her flowers. And even just that, that small, you know, gift caught, caught you know, them by surprise. Sure. You know, because who who would have ever imagined that by dialing the wrong number, you could meet a friend that you would have, you know, that connection with and, and, and have the relationship continue to grow. So they had actually, they never had met in person. They had no idea what the other person looks like. But uh, over the course of, you know, their 20-year relationship, Mike moved through his life. He got married. He had three daughters. They uh, all became fans of, <laughs> of this friendship and, and knew of each <laughs> other. And uh, the, his daughters would call, <laughs> would say they would, they would see his phone on the counter and say, the Florida lady is calling. 
<laughs> they just thought it was super cute. That's great. That's great. So uh, eventually what ended up happening is that um, they were going, the Moffat family was going down to Florida to visit college campuses for his eldest daughter. He uh, realized that he was going to be super close to where Gladys lived. So on a whim, he stopped at a grocery store, grabbed a bouquet of flowers, and went and knocked on her door. He decided not to call her in advance um, just because he, he said, I, I didn't want to be in imposition where she starts cleaning the house because, you know, you know p- people who are like that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he just decided to take a chance and show up and see how it went. And um, fortunately, she was home. And they were absolutely beyond thrilled to meet. And I just, the story, it makes me smile. (laughs) Yeah, you you can't help but smile. That's that's awesome. And then, yeah, just see the picture of them standing next to each other and hugging. Um, He posted uh, the picture on Instagram um, and said, uh, my story of a wrong number. (laughs) And it's just so sweet. And he even says, you know, it's all about connection. They are, um, you know, hoping to continue to to carry on with their regular phone calls. You know, 20 years later, um, you know, a friendship founded on a, a, a misdial. <laughs> and and they are, um, you know, still still just the sweetest of friends. And what they have to say about each other, it's just the cutest, sweetest most heartwarming thing that I have read this week. So I had to share it with you because it makes me smile so, so big. <laughs> and I hope it will do the same for you. I don't know. It makes me kind of want to pick up my phone. <laughs> Let's see. Just randomly dial someone. <laughs> well, that's the that's the best part because you just never know who's going to be on the other end of that call and yeah, what that could lead to, you know? And I, I think it's great you know, the article ends with basically the sentiment that you can learn to uh, love strangers and and think the world of them. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a good point. Like, you know, everyone's a stranger until you get to know them. And it's just uh, what, what do, you know, what magic can happen, you know, when you allow yourself to, uh, to connect with someone. And, you know, like Mike didn't have to start that conversation with her, you know, and right. the fact that he I mean, chose he could to, have gotten frustrated and hung up the phone. Right. He could have blocked you know? the number or whatever, yeah. any number of things, but he yeah. didn't. And look, it, it, it led to a, a new friend that 20 years later, you know, is just as strong as it was uh, in the beginning. And, and that's awesome. I think it just speaks to everything the show's about. You know, it's all about human connection, allowing yourself to be open to the, the possibility of making, you know, new friends or at the very least, like, just opening yourself up to have an interaction with somebody because you never know where it could lead. Exactly. Taking that extra effort to, um, you know, in those moments, extend kindness and being open to the opportunity of that connection. Yeah. It's, ah, I love it. It's too yeah. That, dude, that, that was a wonderful story. I, uh, yeah, you can't you can't help but smile and uh, just feel uh, warm and fuzzy. <laughs> Those type of stories, it's just great, yeah. and 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 it's so great for them, you know. Especially, uh, yeah, it sounds like they each came into uh, one another's lives at the right time, you know. And it's funny how life works like that. It's very it's very cool to see. 
for sure. All right. Well, before we get out of here, as we like to do, uh, Amy and I are each are going to offer up something that we've been enjoying and something we think you'll enjoy as well. So, Amy, I'm very curious. What do you have for us this week? Well, my uh, recommendation for this week is, well, it's definitely a, a Christmas. Well, I mean, technically it's a Christmas movie, but I am guilty of watching this. Uh, year round <laughs> because okay. um, it's one of <laughs> Nothing those. Nothing wrong with that. No, I, I don't. I don't know if it's if it's technically a Christmas movie. I have no idea. If you were to look up holiday movies, I'm not sure if this would come up or not. But I consider it a Christmas movie. But I watch it year round as well. So, anyways, my recommendation. <laughs> this is a great build up. I love it. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not disappointing. <laughs> My recommendation is the classic Walt Disney's Babes in Toyland. Ah, that definitely does not disappoint. That's a good one. It's, That's a good oh, it, it just makes me so happy. I think it's from like the early 60s. It's got Annette Funicello, Tommy Sands, Ray Bolger, Edwin, Tommy Kirk, just like this really oh. rad cast. That classic um, Disney era. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, you know, it was the whole, um, the focus of, of you know, the, the triple threat actors, actors, singer, dancer, like all in one package. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah, and this, you know, there's so many songs in this movie and moments in this movie that over the years um, just are too funny. Like my, my sister and I, we have a tradition that we we have to watch this together either before Christmas or on Christmas Day. It's like our thing. Nice. There's lots of little sister jokes that come out now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That that just adds to it. Yes. There may or may not be reenactments of certain scenes as well that happen. Ah, just speaking of things that, that should uh, pop up on social media. <laughs> um, yeah. First of all, my sister would kill me. But, <laughs> but maybe, maybe. We'll see. Uh, but it's just a good classic, feel good. It's not, you know, if you were to go through live action musicals that you could watch, is this the most technologically amazing, greatest film? No, but it has so much charm and it has uh, just this nostalgic feel to it. Um, something about, I, I loved the Mouseketeers, you know, and and at Fuchel, she was a great one. Um, And so to see her in this role, I will also admit that when I was a little girl, I had the hugest crush on Tommy Sands when he would (laughs) sing his song. I mean, it's like I said, it's just that classic feel. And then they, you know, there's all those silly little mother goose rhymes that are thrown in there too. And all the characters, the classic Babes in Toyland song, uh, Edwin as the toy maker. I, he just, he's fantastic. Dude, Edwin was just amazing in everything I, I've seen him in. <laughs> yes. Just like such a great character actor. Yeah, so, so fun. Um, cannot get enough of him. <laughs> and uh, I really do love Ray Bolger as Barnaby. <laughs> he's, you know, the bad guy nice. in the movie. Yeah. But he plays such a, 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 a fun, creepy bad guy. 
<laughs> um, it's very enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. So if you have never watched Walt Disney's Babes in Toyland, I I know it's not like really a Christmas movie. I don't even know if there's a Christmas. Is there a Christmas tree? I'm trying to think if there's a Christmas tree. I don't think there's a Christmas tree. But basically, because I say they're making the Christmas toys, it's a Christmas movie. So you should watch it. I feel like it's marketed as a Christmas movie these days. Is it? So okay. I, I, I think so. We're, we're going to go with that. So Babes in Toyland is on Disney+. Plus. So if you've got your Disney+, Plus, you can search for it on there. Uh, give it a watch. It's, uh, I think it's, it's kid-friendly. I mean, it's an older, older movie. So there's, you know, humor and stuff that's, I don't think kids will really understand. <laughs> but it's just, it's a classic early 60s Disney live action musical style type movie that um, is it's, a lot it's of good fun. fun. Yeah. It's good fun, for sure. Um, you should give it a watch, Babes in Toyland on Disney+. Plus. Nice. That's a good one. I, I like that. In fact, uh, you've inspired me. I, I want to take in a rewatch as well. All right. Well, my pick this week uh, is a little esoteric, a little out there. It's probably a film that a lot of people haven't heard of. And if you have heard of it, uh, you're probably in the uh, select few who grew up in this particular era. But I'm going to recommend a little film called Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> oh, this this film goodness. is bonkers on so many levels uh but it is just such <laughs> fun i mean dude from start to finish like you will laugh <laughs> it, it's just it's just it's just great fun you know it, it definitely plays with uh, a lot of like the santa claus mythos and themes and uh it, and it, there's certainly a ton of christmas decorations and shenanigans to be found and you know, Ernest, the main character, Ernest, is just, uh, he, he reminds me of myself in the sense that he's just so obsessed with Christmas. And I, I'm the same way. Like, I, I love Christmas, Halloween as well, like all the decorations, all of that stuff. You know, if I could walk around with Christmas lights attached to myself, I would probably do that. Like, <laughs> Which you can. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, in this day and age, you can do that. So <laughs> look for that TikTok video. <laughs> Now, Amy, were you familiar with the Ernest character at all, or like was it was he on your radar? Did you used to watch like the commercials and things like that? Because if you grew up in Southern California, he was a staple with like Cerritos Auto Square commercials yes. and yeah, various other commercials. Yes, I loved the Ernest character. It was just zany fun, you know. <laughs> Jim Varney, like he he was a great like physical comedian, and some of like mm -hmm. the facial exaggerations he would do. Uh, it, it was just freaking comedy gold. I think that's what made him so funny. Yes. His over-exaggerated facial expressions was one of the things that added to his humor for sure. Right. The line that I just cracked up t to no end as a kid was, you know, there's this scene where Ernest uh, is in Santa's sleigh and it's just going crazy, right? And then uh, he stops on a dime and he's like, he just looks to the camera and he laughs and he's like, air brakes. <laughs> And it just, <laughs> it just cracked me up. Like, I, I don't know why, but 
Yeah, it was just the delivery was perfect and everything about this film. I'm not, I'm not going to say this is like a Shakespearean masterpiece <laughs> or anything like that. So don't get me wrong, right? If you're going in, you know, expecting like <laughs> this amazing cinematic experience, no. But if you if you if you're looking for just a zany comedy that's going to pass, you know, 90 minutes or so of your time and, and you're just going to smile from ear to ear, uh, dude, Ernest Saves Christmas is just a hilarious hilarious watch it's one that uh i return to every year uh it's just a great holiday movie for me it's it's become one of those christmas staples and uh yeah i just uh i can't get enough of it you know and i'm excited because this year it's actually on disney plus so it's Mm -hmm. very easy to track down if you have a disney plus account just uh search through their holiday offerings and you'll find her and saves christmas trust me you'll have a good time with it. It's a fun film. Well, it looks like I will be spending some time on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, Disney got, Plus got has a lot Christmas of movies. Uh, different. Yeah, they even have Jingle All the Way now, which is a uh, that's another staple. Oh, apparently I have to watch that one too cuz I've never seen it. That needs to be rectified. Yes, you do have to watch that. It's on my list. I will add it to my list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that about does it for this episode. If you enjoyed your time with us, the best way to ensure you never miss a conversation is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com. And we would love to connect with you between episodes on our Instagram. You can find us at Hopes. And don't forget to tag us in any stories of hope you find uh, and share your own experiences of hope with us. We would love to experience the positivity in your life as well. And with that, don't forget, spread a little hope in your corner of the world. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take care. Bye. Well, hey there, friend. We're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I I don't know. Why did you stop? It was too smooth, I guess. I'm not used to that. There's a jingle all the way to? There is. I have not watched it. Don't. It has a, what's his name? Larry the Tool Guy or or Larry the Cable Guy. Cable Guy? The Tool Guy? guy. (laughs) That would be Tim the Tool Man Taylor. That's the Santa Claus. Larry the Tool Guy.